Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is the Driveway Living Podcast. Coming to you live from the <laughs> Stephen Burnett Corporate Center in beautiful Freeport, Florida. Hey guys, it's Uncle Wes. I'm sitting here with Dan and we're doing a cold open without the without the theme song because we have a little technical technological situation going on but i'm sitting <laughs> we, here go ahead i'm we sitting can, we can live we can live through the technological situations <clears throat> we, yeah. it's not like we haven't had to do it before man it's all about adapting and overcome right here at driveway liberty that's media right. that's we, right we do what we gotta do man dan how you doing buddy i'm doing pretty good how you doing Les? I am. I'm fired up a little bit. The yeah. Stupid people, man, just pissing me off. But. Yeah, we got some stuff to talk about in relation to stupid people. So, yeah, uh, we there's some stupid shit going on in the world. No doubt, man. A lot of it. A lot of it, and quite often in a in a huge, huge, huge frequency. First thing we want to do is let you know about our uh, our partner, uh, Mar- MammothNation.com. And right. I'm just stammering and stammering. That's how <laughs> pissed off I am. Um, MammothNation.com is like the Amazon for conservatives. You can go and you can join them. And the, the, anything you could want just about, they have access to. And these are all provided by conservative and veteran-owned businesses. Every product in there is, is related to conservatism and, and, and supporting our veterans. Yeah, so the, the in my mind, the best way, and this is how I've used it, is when I need to buy something. Mm-hmm. Instead of going on Amazon and just buying it from there, I go to Mammoth Nation, Mammoth Nation first. Because then they're not as big as Amazon, obviously. Right. Um, but with support, they could be. They're at, they're adding providers every day, yeah. Yes. And if you, we could go out and support them. And the good news is you can join right now and get 30% off your membership dues by putting in the code word or promo code driveway liberty media yeah so you you go there first if it's something they don't have then you know buy it from wherever you need to buy it but i would suggest checking there first yeah and yeah absolutely i mean and they have everything from tutus for your little girl (laughs) to cigars to i mean just about it actually i did make a purchase oh did you what'd you get i bought some uh beef knuckle bones oh. for my dogs because they you know you always buy those kind of semi-flavored plastic or whatever they're made of bones for the dogs to chew on because if i don't give them something to chew on they chew on shoes and stuff around and, the house you know fixtures yeah it's so not it's it's not considered appropriate these days to beat a dog like it was back in the 40s <laughs> So yeah, and I, I don't want to beat my dogs, but you know what's funny is a lot of folks, um, <laughs> a lot of folks are kinder to the dogs than they are other people. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about like in our local area, the biggest charity we have is an animal shelter charity. Well, I mean, they, people tend to treat their dog like they would treat their child. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. and that comes along with you know you got to be discipline but there's a certain level in which you take that discipline right like you would with a child absolutely except i I don't remember smacking my child on the snout when they snapped at somebody yeah so maybe a little bit a little bit different gotcha but and i will you'll review it i will smack my dog on the snout from time to time well you i mean sometimes you get a little newspaper to what have you and all of that and um and sorry man i'm getting well it's funny though just to just to 
roll on to the mammoth thing. So I bought these beef knuckles. Right. And I have three dogs. Beef knuckle is my stripper name, by the way. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, uh, an interesting uh, visual. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, man. So I bought three of them. Right. So I have three dogs. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, my you probably if you've seen the videos on our on our uh, Facebook page and our Facebook live streams, you will have already met Buckus. Right. Buckus is now seven months old. He's the biggest dog I have in my house. Very quickly took over. And then there's Ace, who's like the senior citizen, and then there's Luna, who's the Velociraptor psychopath. Right. So what I did is I bought three and I tossed them and spread them in the backyard in three different directions, hoping that each dog would go to their own bone and have at it. Sure. Well, that worked. Okay. I was amazed. Nice. It worked for about 20 minutes. And then? And then Luna was like, oh, well, maybe this bone's better than this other one. So she literally attacked Buckus. To take his. Yes. And Buckus still at a is a baby. Face. Yeah. So Luna fucked him up. Oh really? Not like didn't didn't not vet no visit. blood yeah. no nothing like that. But had him yelping. Yeah. I think she got one of his droopy ears. Oh man, <laughs> Luna's a mean little shit. Oh, yeah, when, she is when she wants so. But she's not mean to to people. She'll uh, bark at you. Except me. Yeah, she'll bark at you. But she she hadn't bitten and anybody. Our, and your congressman. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. She she she, <laughs> she actually Ace bit me when yeah. when this was back. Pre-COVID, y'all were walking up, stepped out to talk to y'all in the yard. Oh, and Ace I was petting a, him, and he was like, Arr. Well, the, the one thing with Ace is he's he's leash aggressive. Mm-hmm. So when we got him on a leash, he's very protective of us. Yeah. So anybody who comes near, near us, he thinks they're attacking. But you get Ace at the house or in the backyard. No, he's sweet as he can be. He's the he, sweetest he dog is. that we he, have. He's a good dog. But anyways, they're, we're trying to manage the battle of the mammoth uh, uh Bat bones from the backyard. So <laughs> that's yeah. funny. That's funny, and uh, hopefully, uh, Buckus will realize that he has power. Well, at some point, Buckus was going to realize that, and I think I'll be down to two dogs. Maybe, maybe because <laughs> Buckus he's could literally be a big eat boy. Luna, right? Like it, right now, could he's already a big boy. Luna's yeah. like thirty pounds. Buckus is like over fifty. So yeah, it's like that authority that your mom. My mom's five four. Well, it's like the American people like yeah. we could just absolutely take over yeah we could the people who are running the country but we we don't yeah yeah nice yeah. little segue nice little segue <laughs> nice little segue so what you want to talk about first buddy all right so i think it's obvious and we need to talk about uh trump um apparently look, look dude's going to jail i keep telling people this well this is just this is the next one yeah so this one, he just he said he released it on Tuesday um, on his true social talking about how um, he got a letter from special counsel Jack Smith uh, on Sunday night stating that he's the target of the January 6th grand jury investigation. So basically gives him four days uh, in which to prepare, which I mean, you're not going to identify somebody as a target of a grand jury investigation if you don't intend to arrest and indict that person right so we all know he's going to be indicted for this sure and unless uh, you know there's two options here he's going to get railroaded and 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 he's going to jail or 
they're going to get up through the election enough to ruin him and then drop the charges on some yeah, technicality. I, I, I don't think I don't think the end result that they want is to put him in jail. I think the end result they want is to keep him from Being getting a, elected right. president. That's exactly That's what it. they want. And if it works with him bowing out, I, I bet if Trump dropped out of the election right now just they, to end this shit. They'd drop the charges. All these charges. If he'd have never out. announced, none of this would be a thing, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, just, I mean, I, I, we have a lot of Trump supporters that listen to cast, and yes, they are after Trump. Yeah. And it, listen. They're also after DeSantis. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're if, if Trump dropped out today, they'd be doing the same thing to DeSantis. Yeah. They would find any kind of dirt they want. I mean, look what happened. I mean, this is no different. It's just a, a more aggressive tact. Mm-hmm. And granted, Trump has given them some ammo, not legitimate ammo, but enough ammo for them to act on right. in this illegitimate freaking administration we have now that has weaponized the government against their political enemies. He's given them enough ammo to do this. Yeah. If we were a fair and just legal system in which it was really a jury of your peers, none of this shit would fly. None of it. Literally none of it. No. Because you can make a legal argument that if you're going to indict Trump for his speech. Now, Trump was not inside Congress. He wasn't in the Capitol building on January 6th. No, he wasn't. He wasn't anywhere near it. He did his little rally and then he left. Yeah. So he didn't in, he didn't take part in the riot. Well, it, I mean, I guess they're, the, they're the, the argument is he he enticed it, incited it, That's incited it, and and the thing is, is man, I could stand out here on the street with a sign that says um, something stupid, invade Freeport City Hall, and if somebody actually acted on that. I, I'm not liable for somebody else's actions. No. So from a, from a legal standpoint, if we were if we were doing things justly, this wouldn't fly. No, absolutely not. And you know, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has a little uh, little comment about that as well. Are you ready for that? Yes. All right. President Trump says he received a letter from Jack Smith saying he's a target of a grand jury investigation on January 6th. Do you have a reaction to that? Yeah, it's absolute bullshit. Yeah, that's my reaction. Um, This is the only way that the Democrats have to beat President Trump is to arrest him, smear him, charge him with ridiculous charges, all in a cover up of Joe Biden's crimes, Hunter Biden's crimes. It's it's unbelievable. It's hard to even recognize that this is our country. Okay, so we don't recognize it. I agree with everything she said. However, what the fuck are you doing about it? Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's the, the part that irritates that's me. That's the question. Um, but then that begs the question, what can Congress do about it? They have no authority over attorney generals or district attorneys or anybody else. They have no authority over them. Well, they're, they're, they can do what they're doing now in investigating the wep- weaponization. They could defund all these alphabet agencies. Exactly. They hold the purse strings to the FBI, the CIA, Department of Education, etc., all the way through. They they're the ones that decide the budget. Well, I you know, I'm I'm at a point now where we just totally defund the entire government. Yeah. 
How do I we do a, that? If everybody just stopped paying their taxes. Yeah. They can't stick us all in jail. Nope. I mean, and, and they would only be able to operate for a couple of weeks. Yeah, because if, if that, the IRS agents are going to go out there and do it on their own time? No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> only, a lot of them are probably only doing it because it's their job and they need to keep their job. If yeah. that job's no longer paying them. Well, mm. and, and that's one of the reasons why the income tax is so nice for the government, because they don't have to come after each of us. They can just go after the companies. And I'm telling you, it like just in the state of Florida, as far as sales tax goes, if you don't file your, your sales tax, if you're a company that has to pay sales tax, them guys, are you got a letter to the next day. Oh, yeah. They're, they're saying, hey, you are, you are um, in violation. Here's your fine. They'll usually forgive the first one. And the reason I know this, because I used to be co-owners of a, a bike and a golf cart rental company. And um, we had no revenue for the month of December, but you're still required to file that sales tax report. I didn't know that at the time. I didn't file it. And I get an email from the state of Florida. You owe us 50 bucks. I'm like, well, we didn't rent anything. We don't, we didn't have any, we didn't collect sales tax. Well, you didn't file, so that's the 50 bucks. So they still got money. <laughs> and that's the way, from a federal level, you know what? If it, you would need all these corporations to agree to not take money out of checks. Well, and that that's that's a good point, because if, if our income tax, federal income tax situation wasn't set up to where they deducted it from your paycheck and you actually had to write a check every quarter. Yep to the government like small business owners do mm -hmm. i guarantee you that shit would change quickly because people it's a sneaky way they did it because now people first of all they gave the the um the well, come on what's the word i'm thinking of the responsibility mm -hmm. onto the corporations right. or the companies yeah to deduct that and then do all the administrative work behind it yeah and then you just electronically pop it out to the federal government. Federal government doesn't have to do shit except collect the money. So they don't do any of the work. The only work they're doing behind the scenes is figuring out who's not paying. So then you do that. They've got it to the point where people are used to it and they don't feel it. Right. Like your paycheck. Like my daughter just got a job for her first job ever. Yeah. 15 years old. She's working at a local restaurant. And she got her first paycheck, and she had a what-the-fuck moment. Yeah. It's like, where's she, all my money? Yeah, because she made, you know, like 600 and some odd dollars and took home uh, about 500 Yeah. Because she's got – she's a zero, whichever, dependent. She's going to get all that back because sure. she's not going to make enough money. Um, but that's not the point. She looked at it, and she's like, $100 they took from me. Yeah. 100 bucks. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah, and guess what? There was because she's doing still, the math before she gets her to, check. She's, oh yeah, she's absolutely. Like, she's your spending that money in like, her head. All right, I'm making yeah. this much an hour. Uh, I'm gonna come home with this, and then uh, yeah, I'm gonna have this much money. There you go. Well, and, we we're up against a break. Okay. Um, we're gonna take a little break. We'll be right back with uh, correcting fucked up headlines. <laughs> Hey guys, right. it's Wes. And it's Dan. With the Driveway Liberty Podcast. We want to thank you in advance for coming over and giving us a listen. We going to have fun? Yeah, we drink beer and talk politics, man. What could be better than that? Nothing. 
come join us. We'll see you on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, it is time for... Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast newest segment, Correcting Fucked Up Headlines. All right, guys, so uh, we've started this new segment, and it's, what, our third week doing it, um, yep. Correcting Fucked Up Headlines. And I'll be honest with you, this is probably even tougher than just like reading regular stuff for the show for me because I get because I'm going to like Yahoo and MSN and MSNBC to try to find some headlines. And I just find myself just getting mad. You get mad. You get sucked in. Yeah. So what I've done this week, I have two headlines. That's it. But one of them we're going to talk a little bit about in great detail. The first one is actually from Fox News. Now, if you have had doubts about Fox News being a fair and balanced outlet anymore. You can, if anything that's disseminated on Yahoo and MSN now is liberal news and they are falling in line. Yep. I don't know who knows where the bodies were buried there or what happened, but they are falling in line with the rest of the media. So they, um, the headline itself is okay. The headline is, FBI tells agent investigating Hunter Biden not to answer certain committee questions about the case. So that's not so bad. Um, it, it's just, there's nothing really I can say about that headline except it's just fucked up that that even occurred. Mm -hmm. And it's, and Fox is the only news organization posting that. But if you look on Yahoo!, the rest of the Fox News articles that are in there are all slanted just like the rest of the stuff. But, you know, we were talking about this before the break. Defund the FBI. Mm -hmm. Just defund the whole whole damn thing and let's start over from scratch. It'll hurt. we got to pull the Band-Aid off. People always ask me, well, how, how do we get this back, Wes? I'm like, well, you've got to be willing to sacrifice. You've got to be willing to stop begging government to do shit. That's the first step. Just stop. Don't ask them to build pools. Don't ask them. Don't ask the federal government to spend money on anything. That's the first step. Second step is to start demanding that they curb spending. All right. So the second one is one I want to talk a little bit more about because I'm. It is. Did you hear about Jason Aldean and his new song? Yes. All right. So um, they are saying, and I forget the name of the song. It's really. All right, as a musician, it's just a, a shitty novelty country song, but and it's not really even country anymore. But I, I don't want to talk too bad from Jason Aldean. He's from Macon, Georgia, from Central Georgia, but um, he's catching heat for racist pro gun, gun lyrics, and they're calling it a modern lynching song. <laughs> now, the more appropriate title is "There's a lot of shit going on in government that we don't want you to notice." <laughs> So let's talk about the song for a minute because it's the big news right now. I mean, it's everywhere. It's on Twitter. He's apologizing and shit, which is stupid. Um, but I'm not going to read the, the choruses of everyone. But it, And if you grew up in a small town or a smaller town, you know these lyrics are actually pretty damn accurate. Mm -hmm. So the first lyric is, Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool. Well, act a fool if you like. The next line, cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. 
Around here, we don't care. We take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long. For you to find out, I recommend you don't try that in a small town. And that's the name of the song, Try That in a Small Town. Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round it up. Well, that shit might fly in the city. Good luck. Dude. That So that's the controversy. That's it. Everything else is chorus in the song. I mean, those are the lyrics. And they're saying this is a modern-day lynching song. So pretty much if you come to that conclusion, that pretty much paints you as a racist. Like the people who are complaining about That's it, what they're the saying. Racist. They are absolutely saying. And pro-gun lyrics. Well, goddamn right, I'm pro-gun. It's yeah. part of my Second so Amendment to defend myself. So, and he's out there apologizing. So let me, I'm going to pull up his apology if I can find it. Um, Why are you apologizing? Jesus, come on. You wrote a song that is accurate in its portrayal. Right. Of small town life. And what he put in those lyrics isn't anything different than any of us have said. He didn't say anything about color. He didn't say, and this song came out in May. Yeah. This is how you know it's a distraction. So he, he, this is what he posts on Twitter. In the past 24 hours, I've been accused of releasing a pro-lynching song, a song that's been out since May, and was subject to the comparison that I, and he put direct quote in, in parenthesis, was not too pleased with the nationwide BLM pro- protests. These references are, are not only meritless, but dangerous. There's not a single lyric in that song that references race or points to it, and there isn't a single video clip that isn't real news footage in the video. And while I can try and respect others to have their own interpretation of a song with music, this one goes too far. So he, he comes out and he makes this statement. I'm not going to read all of it. Well, he should have just left it with that. Yeah, saying, he should have left it with saying that. Saying the shit you guys are saying about this is BS. Yeah. You're the racist for thinking it's racist. Yeah. Like, if your mind wasn't geared towards mm-hmm. making it making it believe it was racist. Like, this is a construct of your of your thinking. It is a construct. This is racist. Yeah, absolutely. That shows. So, you're the one who, the person who says this is racist is the one who is saying that black people spit on cops. Dude, I grew up, I went to high school in a town, a county. Of 10,000 people. I went to high school in a town of 1,600. I yeah. know. And uh, in the town, it was probably less than seven, 800. But mm-hmm. in the county, because, yeah, we identified as the town, but we identified more as a as a county than we did. Kinda it like just here. works out that way yeah. st- structurally. But we, we had black people, white people. We had very few Latinos. Um... We had Indian people, dudes that own the hotel. I know that's stereotypical. Indian from India, not Middle Eastern, not Native American. Um, and we all did we go home and eat dinner with each other every day? No, but if somebody needed help in the neighborhood or in the in the county, everybody in the county came to their aid, and they backed them up if they were in trouble. And that's what that I see that in that song. That's what he's talking about. In, in those in the small town worlds, they like they don't think the way that these people who are calling this song racist think. They don't see skin color, 
it that isn't that's not a defining characteristic of a person in a small town right it's who they are it's what they do it's what it is it's how they interact with people yeah like if you're i don't you could be freaking green and go spit on somebody and beat up some kid in in a small town like that it wouldn't matter what freaking color you are yeah you can get your ass handed to you and you're not gonna burn a flag in a town like that no you, you and and, and you're and, not gonna and, come into that town and go door to door and take people's guns no. ain't gonna fucking happen exactly exactly there's nothing wrong with this song or the words to it the people who are creating the problem like you said earlier wes is it's a distraction song came out in may yeah it's been out for two months almost three months i mean you know coming up on well we're middle of july so still that's i mean that's all it is man and the thing is is why we started this particular segment is we want you to start realizing that even conservatives get caught up in the emotion of what's being stirred up out there. Well, they don't listen. Th- th- that's why this is such a powerful tool. The whole racism, pro lynching bullshit, the, the, the yeah. stigma that they put on somebody who's in public. It, it's it's a it's an a powerful tool to get them to change. Well, we were we were talking talking the way they do, and 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 we know we've hammered media in several casts over the last three weeks, and we will continue to do that until people start getting it. But we were talking about coming up here today, and media, all media outlets, are the PR firms. They they all they're doing is they are create crafting stories to influence public opinion they are marketing firms they are absolutely that's all they are absolutely they are not news dissemination organizations anymore they haven't been for fucking 100 years yeah so we were talking about you know war and stuff like that earlier today on why you know after 9-11 we didn't just make the middle east glass and stuff like that and 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 i've got a point to this and i that's what i got me thinking about this was you know, you think Korean conflict, Vietnam War, what's different about those wars versus any of the others? Media was on the ground, mm-hmm. behind the lines, or, or, or on the fronts in those wars. And so what they've done is they showed people in black and white and living color what war was really like. And as that began the pussification of our military if i'm being honest in some ways um it began the the defeminization of or the demasculization of society well these men are are capable of doing these horrendous things yes that's what we want them to do when you go fight a war the most efficient way to do that is to go in with overwhelming force kill as many people and make the other people stop doing what they were doing yes that's that's pretty much that's how you win a war mm-hmm. it's not how you get out of a conflict or whatever well the, the wars nowadays aren't fought to win they're fought to make money yeah absolutely and and you know i used to have this and we were talking about this again coming up today i used to have this philosophy that yeah we should because we are the defenders of 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 liberty we should be the policemen of the world we absolutely should not be, and we were we were talking about that in reference to. Um, well, you talking about it. we need to defend our interests. We do need to defend, but at our the interests. same time, we don't need to 
proactively go fight for someone else to change their government unless they're a a direct threat to us. Now we we paint painted that picture in Iraq that they were we got to fight them over there so they went off to fight them here. Well, now that that's played out, I think there was a little bit of BS involved in that. Sure. Absolutely. Well, and you also look at Iran with Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the way that conflict came to be was because we were trying to put our guy in charge over there prior to the hostage situation during the Carter administration. And they bucked it. They didn't want that. Inf- that I mean, you know what? I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm suspicious of, of, of extremists. But we also have to look at, all right, do we have any business? They've got, th- they've got a thousand years worth of tradition and whatever. If we'd have just left them be and bought their oil, would, would we have had a conflict with them at all? It's a good question. We were trying to – there was about to be a power vacuum, so we were trying to ensure that our dude – was in charge. Yeah, of we were trying to take advantage of that power vacuum and ensure that it wasn't anti-American. Yeah. Now you can make friends without trying to control them. Yeah. And well, listen, you just you just do the things that are in both of your best interests, as opposed to just trying to annihilate another culture. Yeah. You remember when Democrats used to be vehemently opposed to uh, war? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, seems like it, doesn't it? Now they fucking love it. They were against, um, a lot of them were against going in after 9-11, mm-hmm. which, you know, in retrospect, they may have been right. But, um, you know, they weren't, They their reasoning for doing that weren't the same as mine. But No, their uh, reasoning was anti-Republican. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, hey, guys, we're going to take us a little break, and we'll be back in just a minute. Beer reviews. Yeah. For beer reviews. Hey guys, Uncle Wes here. Remember how we're always talking about how we wish we had access to an alternative marketplace for conservatives and get away from this woke culture? Well, guess what? We found one. MammothNation.com. You can buy jewelry, eyewear, stuff for your pets, sauces, spices, coffees, vodka, wine. Just about anything you want, you can get at MammothNation.com. And guess what? If you use promo code Driveway Liberty Media when you sign up, you can get 30% off your first year. Go check them out. MammothNation.com, promo code Driveway Liberty Media. Hey guys, welcome back to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. It is time for me blow your ears out. <laughs> Peer reviews. <laughs> Man, we uh, we just had a big meal. I came off my fast about two thirty today, and uh, we went and had some buffet. Man, I am I'm earned. We, we tore it up. I am, but it is time for beer reviews. And uh, since Dan is drinking a fancy beer over there, let's go to him first. What you got, Dan? I don't, I don't know how fancy it is, but it's uh, it's Dragon's Milk. So it's from New Holland Brewing Company. Dragon's Milk Tales of Gold. Ah. Uh-huh. So it's its style is uh, an American strong ale. So this is uh, you know, kind of a golden ale that's I guess brewed in um, bourbon barrels. Although the I've had the bourbon barrel ale before, and it you can absolutely taste the bourbon. Yeah, this you really can't. 
Right. But you get the effects of it because it's, it's ABV is like, 11%. Yeah, it's off the charts. Yeah. yeah. It's a, but it's 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 drinkable. Yeah. Which normally a beer that freaking high ABV uh, is drinkable after two. Yeah. And then, you're, then it doesn't matter what you drink. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You don't care at that point. Yeah. yeah you it's, just, it's like, man, I just want something in my hand while I fall out of sleep. I guess they use milk sugar with this, which gives it kind of a little, you know, kind of a little sweet finish. Okay. It's a pretty good beer. Nice. Well, hence the name Dragon's Milk. It's really fucking expensive. Yeah, I bet it is. It's like you get a four pack for like, I don't know, 14 bucks. No, I'm good. I'll I'll, I'll just uh, drink somebody else's if they offer it. That's what I did. Yeah. Because Kevin brought that, right? (laughs) Yeah, when he was on. Absolutely. Well, I uh, I decided to just step up my game a little bit today after several weeks, and um, um, so I'm drinking Miller Lite. <laughs> no, I just uh, I mean, there's other beers in the fridge over here. I just I don't I'm already full, yeah, and I've already starting to get sleepy, so I don't want to do anything he- too heavy and get you know we've got a lot of work to do here, man. We we got to shut the corn here. I took down. the opposite route. <laughs> So I tell you, man, what, um, all right, I'm extremely busy over the next week and we've had all that rain mm. and every time I've had a chance to cut the grass, it's rained. So I hadn't been able to yeah, cut my grass for a couple of weeks. And, uh, so I reached out on one of our neighborhood pages last night and, um, I was surprised to find out how many kids have B's and X's in their name. So I, I put a little post on neighborhood page and I said, Hey, uh, I, I'm looking. I, I explained what I just said. I, I'm not going to have time to cut my grass over the next week or so. And wonder if there's an industrious young man in the neighborhood or a young woman. You know, I'm not gender biased when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, who would like to earn some extra cash? Well, I had automatically like some moms and friends of teenage boys make suggestions. And then I had a young man reach out to me directly, which I like. I like him taking an initiative and not relying on mom or somebody else to do that. So I agreed to let him cut the grass. Well, his name is Baxter. The kid that the moms, the other moms were recommending his name, Braxton. So I go on and and just in the comments and said, hey, Braxton's already reached out to me. The kid messaged me. He said, did you mean Baxter or Braxton? (laughs) I'm like, Holy shit! How many kids I know on this planet have a B and an X in their to name? To me, Baxter's a dog's name. Well, yeah, we, I mean, yeah, uh, he ate old wheel of cheese. Baxter, I think uh, I don't know what I think of when I think of Baxter, but uh, yeah, it's not a young man. I don't think of a young man. No, uh, maybe an older man. But anyway, I thought that was it was kind of funny that I mean, like that was Anchorman's dog and it was Baxter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. There you so go. I said so, he ate a wheel of cheese. So anyway, that has been your uh, <laughs> beer reviews and lawnmower story. <laughs> Baxter. Oh, oh, he did it. Yeah. Oops. <laughs>
so all right so we've already started <laughs> off this half we we had that we had the podcast with dr wesley ingram which was just so highbrow compared to what we normally do yeah and um we're already starting off right like right out of the we, gates well we're uh, for our second we're half settling of this it one down yeah <laughs> We got to settle it down. So before the break, we were talking about Trump getting indicted. Yeah. And, uh, you know, MGT with her. This is bullshit reaction. Yeah. We had another reaction we didn't get to. Uh-oh. So Congressman Brian Donald, who's a um, Republican from our state of Florida in 19th district. So he's down south. Right. He said, if President Trump is going to be indicted for his speeches before January 6th, then when is Senator Bernie Sanders going to be indicted for his speeches that led to the attempted murder of Steve Scalise and other Republicans? That's a great, 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 great point. That's a great point, but nobody will hear it except us. I mean, you know, and, and our, our listeners. Speaking of which, uh, guys, take a minute, right this minute, and share this broadcast. Wherever you're listening, just copy the link. And put it in your Facebook page and tell your friends that you enjoy listening to this cast. We sure sincerely would appreciate it. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to put you over my knee for a minute. Wait, you ain't putting me anywhere. Not you. The <laughs> listeners. So a few weeks ago, we had a kind of a rut. It was our last uh, live stream. Yeah. We, video. Yeah. Live yeah, stream. Where we, we were kind of black pilled and pretty pissed off. And uh, we were wondering, you know, are we making any kind of impact doing this? Right. And we had a, a not so significant number or insignificant number, not an insignificant number of people reach out to us. Yeah. To say, hey, listen, you're making a difference. Keep doing what you're doing. We're behind you. Yep. And and I appreciate that. And I know you do, too. Sure. Absolutely. We appreciate the positive vibes. But they're still <laughs> behind us. But the the. Those very people who reach out to us still do not share the cast. So if you're really behind us, share it because nobody sees it because we're shadow banned across all the social media. Yeah. All right. And we've done some tests, some recent tests. Yep. There are some programs, uh, software programs out there that you can use. They're online in the cloud that you can use to test and see if you are shadow banned. Mm-hmm. And we are, in fact, shadow banned. So we share our cast with links mm-hmm. on our Facebook page every every time we have a cast. And then Wes shares it on his personal page. Mm-hmm. I share it on my personal page. So between the amount of people that follow us on the podcast and the different people that follow our different uh, personal pages there's a pretty large group of people that see that post yeah and there's two people that consistently share it and they're sitting right it's here at this table the two people that are talking to you right now yeah i mean I, I, sean raleigh she shares our stuff pretty good mary howard on occasion will um well, I don't, I don't want to call anybody by name. No, but it's, well, it's it's like listen. I just don't want. All right, so I got in trouble last week for using my analogy. I say in trouble. They've been overly apologetic. Well, you remember we were talking about how politicians can get power hungry and how easy it is to feed into that. Mm-hmm. And I, I gave the analogy of not having the placard at at the meeting that I went to that morning. Yeah. Well, I've received an abundance of apologies from the folks from that organization 
actually overboard. And I keep telling them to stop. I didn't expect it. I, I didn't want an apology. I didn't expect it. Um, but, you know. But that goes to show that there's people listening to the cat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Don't apologize. Share. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. But one reason I brought up Sean and um, and Mary is because I didn't want them to think we were picking on them. We're not picking on anybody. Yeah. We're just – there's no one other than you and I that shares it every single time. That's true. That's absolutely true. No one. Well, and so, that's been – even when Travis was with us, that's been the case for a while. Travis didn't share everyone. Well, so. we just – we need – we we want to grow our base. We need people to share this because that's really the only – uh, way that we're going to grow right so that's my lecture i'm a dad there you go I went to school be a teacher i'm gonna lecture you from time to time there you go there it is right so, there there you go you have been lectured <laughs> share the damn cast <laughs> you know what if you don't feel comfortable sharing go to patreon.com forward slash driveway liberty media or driveway liberty podcast and um you know sponsors cash wise you don't have to tell anybody about that and if you want it to be anonymous, plenty, plenty of options. <laughs> yeah, you got plenty of options for supporting the cast. Absolutely. So, anyway, but that's enough begging and 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 lecturing. Lecturing. So, man, I tell you what, I I don't have anything else that I really want to talk about. What you got? Well, I do. I do. <laughs> I know you do. That's the reason. I, that was a, that was my weird segue for that. So there's a, a New York Times article that came out. On July 27th. Right. I'm listening. That doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. July 17th. Okay. 2023. So a couple days ago. Two days ago. ago. I got or the from, wrong. From the recording time of this. Yeah. So I, I got the wrong date. Sorry about that. So uh, the article in it proclaimed that, uh, you know, COVID was over. Yeah. And they did it by giving a bunch of stats, etc. But what they also said in the article, and they always do it probably three quarters of the way through the article, buried in a paragraph. The New York Times admitted that COVID death numbers were drastically exaggerated. Mm. Exaggerated by as much as a third. So here's the exact quote from the article. The official number is probably an exaggeration because it includes some people who had had the virus when they died, even though it was not an underlying cause of death. Other CDC data suggests that almost one third of official recent COVID deaths have fallen into this category. A study published in the Journal of Clinical Infectious Diseases came to similar conclusions. I, I don't know about you, but this this kind of shit makes me violently angry. So think about back then mm-hmm. when people countered this narrative. There was a narrative going around that, <clears throat> listen, people are dying, but they're not necessarily dying of COVID. Just because you have COVID, mm-hmm. like they test the corpse and the corpse have COVID, that was that was listed as the COVID cause. Death. So yeah. they... So they use that data and these huge numbers that they've been telling us. Seven million people have died. Right. Because of COVID. When it's not true. Like it's completely exaggerated. Right. People have been this this information 
has had major consequences on people's lives yes, over the years. Absolutely. You had mandates come into effect that caused people to make a choice between their careers yep. and their health. Mm-hmm. And we can get in a conversation about the COVID quote vaccine and what it's done to people, but that's not the purpose of this conversation. It still is, force people to choose. Like force them military, to do government. Uh, there was a number of people just locally at the hospital that that left their job because they were given the choice and, yeah. the, and they weren't given, you know, uh, religious exemptions. And it's a religious organization. There's yes. And there's people who have made their make a living based on their online presence. Yep. That have been <clears throat> kicked off of social media oh, yeah. for banned. debating these things, banned on social media for these things. We've had a, we've had a video removed from YouTube, yeah, because we were discussing COVID and COVID policies. But here's the thing these these people put this out there as like oh it's a one off it's a it's you know yeah you know we kind of messed up and but they they actually if you look at the quote they actually admitted that it was a a falsification it was an exaggeration of these numbers right and then. There's no accountability. This can't be just waved off as a mistake or just nonchalant the way they've they've presented it. The issue is part of uh, other conversations we have in our in regards to the people who lead us. Yeah, our our well, governments. I, they that we expect the people who did this manipulation to hold themselves accountable. Yeah, but that's it's not never going to happen. Gonna happen. No, but so, there, are, there are no consequences for this action. And guess what? When there aren't consequences, when you make a terrible decision or you do something stupid, guess what you're going to do? You're going to do you, it again? You do it again. As a matter of fact, you're going to be even more emboldened next time to do it. Well, and that's the thing, the emboldened part. People, the people that are that need to be held accountable are also the people who provide the accountability in our current form. Right. So there has to be other accountability because they're not going to hold themselves accountable. Right. And the reason they're, they're not going to hold themselves accountable, number one, you're not going to – they don't have the integrity to do that. Number two is we as the people the citizens of the world it's not just america yeah it's in all the other countries that were affected by this basically rolled over mm-hmm. and let these people control us yeah and let just them lay down throw out their tyranny in exchange for some bullshit promise of safety yeah so why would they saw the power that they were able to influence over the people just by creating an emergency? Why would they ever give that back? They, they won't. You know, it's kind of funny you're bringing this up because I, uh, I shared a meme this morning similar to one I've shared in the past. It's, and it, this one is, isn't your safety worth more than your property and your, your liberty? And, and it's like, no. Nothing is worth more than your liberty because once you relinquish your liberty, no matter whether it's in whole or in part, it's gone. Mm-hmm. You look at you just look at history, and you know I know a lot of you don't care about history. You probably yonder in history classes, but if you go back and you look at the liberties we had 
pre-1900 versus the liberty we have now, and you would think we were living in a tyrannical society. Yeah. You would we think, are. and we are. We absolutely are. I mean, in the early 1900s, late 1800s, you did not have to have a permit to drive your horse and buggy somewhere. You didn't need the government's permission to cut somebody's hair. Or to grow crops. Or to or grow crops. Or sell your crops. Sell your crops. You had all these liberties. You had the right to travel anywhere you wanted to travel. You had the right to move freely and be free. Mm-hmm. Now, was it a slightly more dangerous world as it relates to certain things? Maybe. But guess what? You were free. Mm-hmm. And that's something... I mean, and I look at that often, man. I, I think back, and I know we're way overdue for a break, but I think this is important enough maybe to go through it. Um, I I mean, I look at this and I say, you know, and I posted something about Japan's roads on Facebook earlier today, and people are calling me a communist and saying I'm anti-American, and I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? I, nobody wants you to be more free than I do. And, and the thing is, you you look at your the, these people are doing their bidding. Yeah, you are you are perpetuating f- it exactly. You you it's stop it it it, it, it and you know what a lot these of, people are not benevolent. Their reasons to to run for office and to uh, gain a position of power is not to help us. Mm-hmm. It's n- like with very rare exceptions. Even the ones that are good in our eyes that are doing the things that are right, they don't do it for us. Yeah. They do it for themselves. Exactly. And if it happens to help us too, well, then that they believe that will perpetuate their length in that power position, mm-hmm. which it, in that case, it's a win-win. And so we kind of, all right, cool. That's the way it should it, be. It'll, it'll yeah. help you because you're going to be in that elevated status position. Right. You're going to have power as long as you do the right thing. Well, when you a, don't do the right thing, it's time to get your ass stomped. Yeah. And we got a lot of people that need their asses stomped. No doubt. There's a big difference between helping and controlling. And and we sit here and, and, and we we put so much emphasis on, on, on the cult of personality. Yes. Oh. I mean, why do celebrities feel like they have the say-so and their opinions are important to me? You're a fucking actor. Dance monkey. And you know? why why do we why do we continue to have the standard of the people that we elect are the people who look good and sound good? Because we're superficial, damn. We are superficial. Yeah, but that that just plays into there. There is no perfect person. No, there was one. There right. is no perfect person now. Yep. So the person who is great at orating and gives great speeches has a shit ton of deficiencies elsewhere sure the person who may have the right thought process the right ways in which to govern and to help make our nation a better place to live have those ideas and a lot of times they they don't present them yeah that well or they're they don't look good on a tv camera Right. The people that you see on the TV cameras are the dumbest, some of the dumbest motherfuckers out there. Yeah, absolutely. They are. Look at your Hollywood people. When they start talking about real world stuff, they're you. They're my freaking 
child when she was in sixth grade was smarter than them. Yeah. Like we have to get out of looking to leaders as in, in such a superficial manner. Yeah, and then placing them on some pedestal like they're a god. They're they're I had a dream last night that I actually had to um testify before one of the congressional committees. Right. And I just basically went in there and told them all to fuck off. And they're like, "Well, you can't disgrace this state." I'm like, "What the f- what is this?" Yeah. Like disgrace what? Like you created this. Mm-hmm. You think you're bigger than you are. I don't have to wear a suit when I come in here. I don't have to tell you what you want to hear. I don't have to address you as sir or ma'am. Nope. You don't. You haven't earned that. Like it was a great dream. Mm, Sounds like. (laughs) Sounds like it was. Dude, I went off. I went (laughs) off, and I didn't go to jail because guess what? They can't put you in jail for that shit. No. Unless you're inside a riot. (laughs) What a fucking joke! Inside a riot. Right. Oh my God! All right, so we want to move on to something else. Yeah, it's got some good news. Oh, what you got? Those people we were just talking about. Yeah, not in politics, but in Hollywood. Yeah, apparently they're fucking having a shit fit now. Yeah, like there's Hollywood is crumbling right now. Mm-hmm. There's a huge strike. It's falling to pieces. I know we're so sad. We hate to see it. Um, Look, man, all they've been doing is doing remakes for fucking twenty years now. So fuck them. Yeah. Well, yes. So right now they're what's what's happened is COVID has upended Hollywood to the nth degree. Yeah. So when all the studios had to shut down because of COVID, they they ended up finding ways to still produce some content, but streaming blew up. Yeah. The movie theaters were closed. So st- Streaming blew up. Now, the way that these rich actors made a lot of their money. Now, the big name people, you know, the Tom Cruises of the world, they get a big fat $10 million check to make a movie. Yeah. Right. Or whatever that number is. It's big bucks. Right. And then he gives 50% of it to the Church of Scientology. And then you. But most of the people, the people who are not the big names. Yeah. Those 50 other people that are in that same movie but don't have as big as a role. Yeah. And all the people who work behind produce the, the content, et cetera, work behind the scenes. They made money off of residuals. Yeah. So those residuals were paid based on the audience, based on how many people saw the movie, how much money it generated at the box office. Right. Well, the problem you have with streaming now is there's no way to measure that. Yeah. So the streaming companies are pretty guarded with their numbers, sure, etc. There's no standard in which to measure those things. So now the residual checks that these people are getting, like they're getting like three dollar and seventy nine cent checks for a a, a show on Netflix, mm. An, mm. an episode, whereas before they were making you know a couple thousand or whatever right. it was. So they're all shitting kittens. Well. Welcome to the music industry. <laughs> That's what's going on in music. So they're all on strike now trying to fix this mm-hmm. somehow. And uh, let me ask you, Wes, when was the last time you went actually went to the movie theater, paid for and saw a movie where you sat down and got popcorn, soda, the whole nine yards like we used to do a lot? Man, it's been uh, 
couple of years, three or four years. At yeah, least. so 2019. I'm trying to remember the last movie. I think the last movie I actually saw in the theater was one of the Marvel movies. One of um, one of the original ones. I the think. Early ones? Well, I think it was the last. Um, the last Avengers. The, uh, Avengers. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I the last movie I saw was actually pretty recent. I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy three, the yeah. third one. I, I like Guardians again. Sure, I like all the Marvel movies. Yeah. for the most part. So I went to the movie theater and actually paid and saw that. Gotcha. That was what, eight months ago, three, four months ago, probably. Uh-huh. I that was the beginning of the summer, so it was probably a, a May release. So a couple months ago. Okay. I used to be the pre- I used to go to the movies for recreation. Yeah. Like I'd go by myself mm-hmm. and go at, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon and see a matinee because I love going to the movies. I love movies. Yeah. Well, I still love movies. You just watch them at the house. Yeah, I watch them at the house. And they force this on us. Mm-hmm. With the COVID lockdown. And so it changed the culture of it. And then now it's changed the pay rate. So, you know, Netflix and those companies are making gazillions of dollars off of subscriptions. Right. They've got these actors locked up. So you'll see on Netflix, you'll see uh, Chris Pratt do a bunch of movies on Netflix. Yeah. Or not. He's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. You know, uh, but you've got... um, I'm trying to think who's on. Well, you, you had Dave Chappelle doing specials pretty regularly. Yeah, I, but you, I got like, rid you'll of Netflix. See, but. Well, oh, you know who it is? Adam Sandler. Okay, yeah. Has a whole shit ton of movies that have come out on Netflix. Gotcha. So, whereas it used to be they, they you know, it would be Universal Studios yeah. or 20th Century Fox or whatever. They're producing from, their own in-house. They, well, you, you used to have... Uh, an actor that was under contract with them and they would produce X amount of movies under that. Now they're doing it under streaming services. Mm. HBO Max. That's where all of the the, um, Marvel stuff is. Hmm. So even... They're on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. They're also on... uh, Or maybe it's... No, DC's on HBO Max. Sorry about that. DC Comics. So, Yeah. So now Hollywood's freaking out because the, other than the elites, mm-hmm. nobody's making any money. So you got now now it's the streaming companies that are making the money and the studios that are getting the money from the streaming companies. And then the big high name actors are getting the big paychecks. Right. But everybody, everybody else in the is middle is getting shit. shit. Well, that's kind of... Um and to be honest with you, I ain't mad about it because the fucking shit they produce, well, it propaganda is, it's, garbage it's all that they produce. Shit, I mean, I mean, I, I I understand that that's where music, the music business has been for about twenty years now, mm-hmm. since back when Napster was a thing and all of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody buy the only reason people buy physical playable units of music like an album is for collecting. Yeah. Nobody buys CDs. Nobody buys tapes, obviously. No, it's all digital. It's all, it's all digital. And people will buy an album and won't even break the seal on it. They'll save it. So I, I, as a musician, I think last month I had two or 3,000 streams of, of all of my songs combined. That was $20. That's what I made. 
for that many streams. That's crazy. Now, if I'd have sold that many albums, I'd have probably made 15 grand, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just, that's the nature of it. And I guarantee you these streaming services are going to use Spotify and Audible and all of these other, these music streaming services as precedent to fuck those people. And it's sad because a lot of those people, you know, and I, the woke ones I don't give a shit about, but some of them are actually conservatives that are mm-hmm. trying to make a living. And they've been, the, the reason they're not A-listers is because the system in Hollywood has fucked them. Sure. Because of their conservative. Well, beliefs. if you look at the, the movie that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago, Sound of Freedom. Yeah. Which is the QAnon uh, portrayal of uh, child sex trafficking, yeah. trafficking, if you believe the mainstream media. Yeah. Which makes no fucking sense. Right. It's literally a true story. <laughs> yeah. It is a true story. <laughs> literally a true story. But you look at that movie. That movie was made over three years ago. Yeah. So they they made it for, they had the money to make it. Right. But they didn't have the money to distribute it. Right. So they presented it to Disney, turned them down. They presented it to multiple huge, big studios. Like, we already made the movie. Here it is. It's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Highest quality Have you seen it? Hollywood stuff. Have you seen it yeah. yet? Okay, I haven't. The highest quality Hollywood produ- produced movie. Right. I mean, it's just like any other style of movie. They presented all these... Um, studios and nobody would show it because because the content it was against the content what they believe in they believe in child trafficking absolutely and shit like that so they basically the angel studios is the one that released it which is kind of a crowdfunding yeah type studio yeah so they raise the money that that thing's made over 86 million dollars in two weeks yeah it's crazy Two weeks at the box office. Absolutely crazy. Well, hey guys, we're uh, we've man. We, I was I was concerned we wouldn't have enough to talk we about. We just piled through the. We break just too, we we did. We didn't even take our our third break. But uh, guys, thanks so much for tuning in, Driveway Liberty Podcast. Be sure to go to mammothnation.com. Use promo code Driveway Liberty Media to get you thirty percent off your membership. There, it's like Amazon for conservatives. Share the podcast, like and subscribe. Patreon.com forward slash Driveway Liberty Media. Our driveway liberty podcast we need a uniform all this stuff. <laughs> um and um you know man just leave us a comment you know tell us what you think of this episode Eve, look we understand we use language and not everybody's comfortable with sharing that but if you if you enjoy the cast just leave us a little comment down below in whatever medium you're watching this in and let us know but we'd rather you share it you know what that's bullshit because bongino's cursing on his show now Rogan's always cursed on his show. Yeah. The the language stuff is a BS excuse. Well, I'll tell you what a good friend told me the other day. She is she's an older lady. I say older, she's a little bit older than I am. Um and she tells her friends about it and they were like, "Well, I can't I, don't, I can't share it because of the language. That language bothers me." That's what she's saying to some of her friends have. And she said, "I told them, look, we need masculine men." And when men are standing in a driveway and they're talking by themselves, that's the language they use. We need Vikings. We don't need woke-ass, purple-haired pussies. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, I'm paraphrasing some of that. But that's absolutely right. I mean, we need somebody, whether it's us or anybody else, that's going to tell it like it is. Yeah. 
And we try to do that, and we try to be ourselves when we do it. With that being said, man, I am your Uncle Wes. For my good friend Dan, we will see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Yeah.